Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and you guys, we have a very special episode today. It is April 11th. It is Tuesday, officially known as the day that Tom Sandoval spoke live on Howie Mandel's show on Howie Mandel's podcast, and O-M-G. Literally, it's 11.20 a.m. I'm recording this two seconds after the show just ended. I took notes. I listened to the entire thing. I was... When I tell you my mouth was agape, like in shock the entire episode, I have never to this day seen an interview that has gone so sideways in the sense of where I thought it should go. There was a couple of things that first I'll start with this. They recorded this. It was very clear because they kept kind of referring to, oh, last night on Watch What Happens Live when Schwartz was there. They said that two or three times, Howie Mandel did. They recorded this from my... um investigative knowledge. They recorded this on Thursday, April, what would that be? Like April um, 6th or something, I think, right around then. Um, Yes, Thursday, April 6th. And he talked about, that's how it kind of started talking about last night Schwartz was was on Watch What Happens Live. Okay. Yes, the 6th. Thank you, Cece. Okay. First of all, if you have not subscribed to Daily Dose of Donna, please, if you're watching on YouTube, Give me a like, give me a comment, shoot in some thoughts on this and subscribe because this is the kind of stuff I bring to you right here. I feel like I am, I was just saying on TikTok live, I feel like I'm Katie Couric. I am breaking news. I am on the front lines. I should be on CNN right now because this story did break CNN, um, break on CNN. Okay. So Howie Mandel, for some godforsaken reason, gets the inter- the interview of the freaking Scandoval, the one that we've all been waiting for. No one has heard Tom Sandoval speak other than TMZ in that really weird um, parking lot interview where, you know, they, they went back and forth about what 2020 hindsight is. And this was the interview that everyone was waiting for, right? So by its peak, at the end of the 45 minutes or one hour, it had about 11,000 people watching live. But when I popped in, there was only about 2,000 people. It was like about three minutes in. Okay, so who was on this interview? It was Howie Mandel. It was his daughter, Jacqueline Schultz, who was a fan of Vanderpump Rules and knew the entire story. But dad, Howie, had no idea what was going on. Yes, the reason why they got this interview. Howie should like think as lucky stars for this, although I believe that Scandoval is going to get Howie Mandel canceled because of the way that this interview went down. So yes, Tom Sandoval's drummer, one of the guys on Tom Sandoval's paid band, is married to Howie's producer, and her name is Kimmy Bader. He, her, um, his drummer is Jason Bader. And so this is how it worked. She she basically got him to say like, we will treat you well. I'm sure we're not going to give you a lot of crap on this interview. Let's get you in there. Let's get you, um, you know, talking about your side of the story. I will start it by saying this. Howie Mandel does not know anything about Scandoval. He doesn't know anything about Vanderpump Rules. What in the world? The least he could have done was, you know, listen to my podcast 
right, Howie? You could have at least watched this season. Like, he didn't know any of the players. When The second you say, like, who's Sheena? I'm out. I'm so annoyed. So this is an interview that we've all been waiting for, and we already have the me- the main interviewer has no idea what's going on. That's number one. Number two, they have a personal relationship, and he clearly is there to clear Tom Sandoval's name. This was a the goal of the interview was done so that Tom, let's get you looking a little bit more likable here. Let's get you a little bit more, um, you know, hear your side of the story, but in a positive way. So it really did work out for Tom Sandoval, except it didn't because we're not idiots. But it was given given giving Sandoval an area and a position where he could finally speak his side without getting yelled at or judged, right? Because the last time he was able to do that was at the reunion, which we all know he got eviscerated. Okay. You guys are going to die from some of these big things that came out. So that's just like to give you a background. They start the episode with shooting the shit, right? They're talking about your makeup line. It's some sort of makeup line that he has. He's like, yeah, we're going to run it in Target and Walmart. He's talking about his band. I mean, it was as if like, hey, let's like, let's talk to this, like this guy, this great guy. Okay. The daughter, Jacqueline, bless her heart, tried as hard as she could to like lead the interview, but it didn't really work because Howie is the lead here. And essentially, I I took notes as I was listening. So it was kind of all over the place, but I will kind of go through a couple big things. Under Tom's, Tom Sandoval says that, yes, he broke up with Ariana. He had broken up with Ariana two weeks before this whole thing came out, before she found the phone. Okay. Now I'm going to give you that as context, but I'm going to go backwards because he did talk about the first time that he kissed or uh, possibly went further along with Raquel Rachel when they were locked out of his house. So this is prior to Sheena's wedding. So we're prior to August. We don't know exactly when, but he said that he has gone, okay, how can we, this is how all over the interview was. So he and Ariana have been together for nine years and he mentioned a few things about their relationship. So I will give you this. He said, and I, I want to like be really clear, everything he's saying about his relationship with Ariana is not shocking and it's also not It's nothing to be like vilified over because relationships do grow apart. We've all been in relationships, whether they're marriages, long-term, short-term, where you just like, you break up. Like that's not the problem, right? But he is saying that for nine years they were together and they loved each other very much. But really what was happening was there was no intimacy, okay? There was no connection, no intimacy, no sex, absolutely none no happiness. He was saying that we, the relationship for all intents of purposes was over because they were just essentially friends and roommates living together. He was going through depression. He was going through a lot of, he was struggling with his mental health. Okay. We've all been there. We have all been there. We have all gone through periods where we're unhappy in our relationships But he, at this point, has not mentioned yet that he has gone to couples therapy with her because he hasn't, right? At this point, he has not started to do any therapy with Ariana, but this is is him, I would say, rationalizing or justifying what ends up happening with him and Raquel, okay? So he's feeling down. He's feeling low energy. He has no drive. He's feeling like his mojo is gone. He's, He's feeling bored. He's feeling unhappy. All valid feelings. 
And then meanwhile, he starts to get very, very, very close with Raquel. And he mentions this over and over. And he's like, we became so close, like best friends. We were spending a lot of time together as friends. We were friends. We were friends. She was someone that I could lean on. He, she, I was someone she could lean on when she broke up with James, which was at the reunion, which makes me think that, yes, he has been with her since around that time, if not before the reunion where she broke up with James. I'm talking a year ago reunion. So clearly they were very close. And then he mentions that one day they were locked out of his house and they were in the backyard. This is prior to Sheena's wedding. And he was so close with Raquel, Rachel, and he was feeling really, really good with her. And she kind of lit him up. Understandably. All understandable feelings, right? But then he kisses her in his own backyard. And he said that kiss... And that's what we know that happened, just the kiss. He says that kiss lit him up in a way that he couldn't see straight, essentially. He got so highly, like, involved in that feeling because, hello, it's dopamine. We've all felt this, right? Like, and I get the feelings of it at the same time. Here's where it went wrong. Okay. Because in that moment, number one, if you're unhappy in your marriage or in your long-term relationship, right, you try to fix it. It doesn't seem to me like he did try to fix it. He ended up just going kind of trying to find the happiness without trying to fix the problem. He says that immediately after he has this kiss with Raquel, he decides he's trying to pull away. He's trying, they're both trying to pull away. They know what they're doing is wrong. They know that this is not the way he starts to go to therapy and he's going to therapy and he's starting to, you know, talk about the fact that he's He's deep in this. He doesn't know what to do. He has not ever felt this strong about anyone. So when Tom Schwartz was on Watch What Happens Live and said Raquel was like a drug to him, Sandoval, you know, confirmed that same feeling. He literally became obsessed with her, it sounds like, and vice versa. I think they became obsessed with each other. He said, we weren't seeing each other that often, but when we could, we would. We were FaceTiming all the time. Every single time we were together, we thought it was going to be maybe the last time we would be together. She gave me feelings that I didn't feel with anyone else, and he was just alive when he was with her. Now, cut to Sheena's wedding, which is where we are right now on the show. He actually had already hooked up with Raquel at this point, but knew that he couldn't really be with her because he was with Ariana. And he hates Katie Maloney. And he talked about Katie and Lala, how they were the girls in the black outfits watching over the white party and just doing everything to vilify Raquel for just talking about making out with Schwartz. Which, like, there's a little bit of truth there. It felt like a little over the top. But understandably, Katie was still married to Schwartz. She didn't want this to happen. But Tom Sandoval hates Katie Maloney that much that he really did try to push Schwartz into making out with Raquel at that wedding. Now they asked him, they said, Tom, were you doing that to kind of like push yourself away from it so that you could protect yourself from wanting to go forward? Were you doing that for another kind of like secret reason? And he said, look, I was jealous with Schwartz and Raquel. I was jealous that they were hooking up. But at the same time, I was pushing for it because I wanted Raquel to be around more. And this was going to give an opportunity for Raquel to be hanging out with us more if he was with, if she was with Schwartz. Guys, that's like pretty bananas to me. 
Now, of course, it didn't work out with Schwartz and Raquel because Raquel was in love with Tom Sandoval. And Schwartz wasn't really into Raquel. It was clear that he was just trying to do what he was supposed to do, which is hook up with the hot girl, right? So meanwhile, Sandoval and Raquel continue this relationship. And this is when they're FaceTiming all the time and they're seeing each other whenever they can. Meanwhile, he says Ariana at this point, they're living complete separate lives. Ariana is traveling. She's doing her own things. He's traveling. He's doing his own things. She's going on and on, on her events. He's going on hers. And he, she, according to Tom Sandoval, their ship's passing. Okay. And what Tom, this is where Tom really went wrong, which was, and he, Tom Sandoval did admit, listen, I messed up. I don't think what I did was right in any way. And I totally take ownership over that. However, and this is where it's like eh, record scratch. However, Ariana was checked out of the relationship and she was not giving me what I needed. And she was not noticing that I was pulling away. She was not giving me that kind of attention that I needed. I was pulling away and she wasn't noticing. So he was essentially saying like I was doing everything I could without actually breaking up with her so that she would realize that I wasn't happy, but she wasn't realizing it. And he's like, it was, he goes, it's the amount of times I spent FaceTiming Raquel, the amount of time I spent with Raquel and the fact that she never noticed that from me was like to, he he was saying that's how separate we were living as partners. Now, meanwhile, they start going to couples therapy. And I guess the show covers a little bit of this because he said to Ariana, we need to show more of this on the show. I think in my like, you know, feelings, I think that Ariana, I think Tom knew that he was going to break up with Ariana at some point. I think he knew at this point he and Raquel were so strong and so in love that he was going to break up with Ariana at some point. He wanted to indicate this to the audience. So he calls the showrunner of Vanderpump. This is while they're shooting because he says he tried to break up with Ariana on Valentine's Day and she wasn't allowing it. She was not allowing for the breakup. She punched him. She was very upset. She said, I am not letting you leave me. If you break up with me, you will be ending my life. Tom Sandoval was painting Ariana as crazy, which is just awful because he did the exact same thing with Kristen Doty. If you watch the show. Yeah. Heather says, so Tom wanted people to think he tried. Absolutely. This was the narrative. Tom was trying to say, no, I tried over and over. Ariana was in denial. She punched me. She threatened, you know, I'm not going to say the word, but threatened to, to end her life. Like it's, it's, it was bad. He basically was saying that I did everything I could to, to, you know, let this off lightly. But he also said many times, I stopped myself from breaking up with her earlier on when I was unhappy because we were a brand. We were on a reality show together. We co-own a house, but we were a brand. We had big deals in the, in the works for mixology. We had great perks. We were, you know, there was too much riding on the Tom and Ariana as this master couple that we couldn't break up. But when he finally decides to break up with her around Valentine's Day is when, you know, she basically goes into denial, says, I'm quitting the show. I'm not going to the reunion. I'm deleting all social media. I'm moving. I'm leaving LA. And he supposedly gets mad at her and says, that's, that's insane. You can't do that. Everyone shows their show here. I mean, everyone shows their ups and downs on the show. We're the only ones that never show anything. 
Um, oh yeah, Kristen Doty. CC says, and Kristen said he always didn't. Ret- he didn't always return texts or come home. Yes, it's essentially the same story, right? So, okay. So he tries to break up with her on Valentine's Day. This is what he says. He says he goes to Miami for the Food and Wine Festival. I mean, I need someone to like Google when this was, the Miami Food and Wine Festival. I'm going to see if I can Google it while I'm recording. Um, Miami Food and Wine Festival 2023 was, mm, yeah, February. Yeah, so this does make sense. So he breaks up with her. He says February 14th. Then he tries and she's in denial, which by the way, what Howie did say, the one funny thing Howie said was like, why are you choosing Valentine's Day to break up with her? Like, let's come up with a better day, maybe, like maybe Passover. Um, Heather says he knew the public liked Ariana more than the supposed deals would be gone without Ariana. Yes, Ariana was the, he, Tom Sandoval is a narcissist and thinks he's amazing, but I think he does know that the, like, everyone loves Ariana. Oh, another thing he said about Ariana. He said, I could see this as a positive, but one thing about Ariana is that she really doesn't know how to give in or apologize. And so, you know, I would try to, like anytime we would fight or have an issue about a relationship, she would, um, thank you. She would, uh, you know, he said, what did he say? Something about like, not literally, but essentially flip over the monopoly board and walk away. So she was in denial constantly as his story. Like I tried everything. I tried to do anything I could to break up. I did everything I could and she wouldn't allow me to break up with her. Okay. So he tries to even dig deeper in saying, If we were broken up and I went to this food and wine festival in Miami, February 23rd to 26th with all these guys, he goes, I went with a bunch of guys. She never once texted me. She never once checked in with me and neither did I. And she was cool with that. What kind of relationship was that? Obviously we were broken up is what he's saying. He goes, yeah, she like wanted to know when I was coming home. So she was into that, but whatever. But so it's like, he wants to kind of spin this web of lies to fit his narrative that like. He was doing everything he could to break up. I'm sorry. Listen, I've tried to break up with someone in the past, my ex-boyfriend, and he was devastated over it, but I still was able to break up with him. Like, I don't believe this like whole narrative that she was like, um, and he said, I didn't want to do it. She struggles for mental health and I was worried that she was going to do something to herself. So Tom was this like amazing person because he didn't want to like put her in an uncompromised like in a self-harm situation by breaking up with her. So that's why he didn't like go the distance. Yeah, right. He was too happy in this $3 million home. He didn't want to actually break up with her. He wanted her to break up with him probably. Okay. So then um, he says she knew we were broken up. And then right before the show, that show where she found his phone, she all of a sudden comes to him and says, I'm thinking about fertilizing my eggs, which is bananas. Oh, okay. So Heather says it was so hard to break up with my ex-husband because he refused and we owned a house together. I finally had to abandon the house and leave my things. Well, check this out. You finally do what you have to do, right? Like you got to do what you got to do. I think he didn't want to actually leave because he was very happy with all the things, the perks. Like Tom thinks in his mind that Ariana and him were on the same page. Like we're in this kind of friendly relationship, but we don't have sex. So we're clearly not committed to each other. So like, let's just keep getting our deals and keep getting paid and this and this and that. 
That's what he thinks Ariana probably thought. But Ariana was under the impression that they were in a committed relationship. So Tom, Tom, like the whole affair thing was just digging deeper into this idea of like, I don't know how to get out. I'm trapped. Which is fine if you're trapped, right? Like we've all been there. It's fine if you're trapped. But you find a way out. You don't cheat, right? Continuously with your girl's friend. Okay. So all of a sudden he says that she's, now he's like really painting her as crazy while saying that she's fertilizing her, she wants to fertilize her eggs. She wants him to freeze his sperm, all this stuff right before this last show. So like he's kind of saying almost along the lines of, you know, this last ditch effort. Oh my God, this last last ditch effort. Like she's like, no, let me hold on to you. I know you wanted family. And he was like, what are you talking about, Ariana? They go to the show. His phone drops. She goes through the phone. He thinks she goes through the phone to supposedly find maybe had he done something in Miami or whatever. But in reality, obviously, she finds the Raquel thing and that's where it all went down. So Tom is painting a story of himself. And I love, hey guys from TikTok, welcome in. I mean, the numbers on TikTok are just going up and up and up. Follow along for sure. That I believe that what happened here was Tom is doing damage control. I tried my hardest to get out. She wasn't letting me. We all know that that is not in any way a reason to have an affair. We all know. But the way he's painting his picture to someone like a Howie Mandel, who has never watched the show, who has no idea what's going on, is like, you know what, Tom? I don't, I don't think you're that bad. Like, why is everyone so mad at you? You're actually not such a bad guy. We've done this before. People have affairs all the time. And then Howie Mandel has the galls to say this. I worry, you know, whenever we talk about, he goes, my platform is all about mental health. And clearly you were struggling, Tom. So I'm very proud of you for being open here. Read the room. Oh my God, the comments are just bananas. People are like, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. People are pissed on the comments. Pissed. Yes, if he is so concerned about Ariana's mental health, then get a counselor to mediate the breakup. Oh, good, good point. He did say he tried to break up with her in therapy because he was worried that had he not done it in therapy, she would have walked away from the conversation. Like he said, flip the monopoly table. But I'm sorry. If I'm going to a couple's therapist with my husband and I say, I want a divorce, I want a divorce, I want a divorce. He can't go home and be like, hi, honey, what do you want for dinner? He's going to have to hear me. So something is not adding up. He was scared, I think, to finally pull the trigger and break up. But he had been cheating now for over a year, you guys. Okay, this I'm convinced happened before the actual um, reunion of last season when she breaks up with James. I'm convinced this is when that happened. It is a very long-term love affair. And here's the thing, power to them. If they are in love, good for them. Let them be in love. Let them be happy. Let them go. But he didn't have to, you know, burn everyone in his path. And now he's playing this victim card. I have gone four, he said this three times, you guys, and I almost died. I've gone four days without drinking, which is a big deal for me. Now, the only people that struggle going four days without drinking are severely alcoholic, like, addicts. I'm sorry. If you struggle going four days without drinking, and this is like a very big deal, he goes, I can't remember the last time I did that, you are now saying you're an alcoholic, right? Like, I'm not making that up because- 
I drink and stuff on the weekends, but like I go four days without drinking every week. I mean, every week, like it's not a thought, right? Yes. He's going to use drinking as an excuse. He's trying to play this idea that like, now I'm turning this around. I am going to turn over a new leaf and I'm really trying my hardest to this. But then he also then immediately goes on a tangent and starts like ripping all the other cast members to shreds. You guys don't even care about Ariana and now you're creating content around it. You don't even care about Ariana and now you're doing a podcast. He's talking about Jax. He's talking about Sheena. He's talking about Kristen Doty. He's talking about probably all of us podcasters that are creating content about it. But he's like, no one's calling me. My friends aren't even calling me. No one's asking me to stay with them. And so how he goes, are you guys still in the same house? And he goes, yeah kind of have a plan. We're texting each other back and forth, um, you know, telling each other, you know, when you're coming home and when I'm going to use the gym. And Howie Mandel is like, why? And Tom goes, well, just to be honest, like, I don't really have the money to, you know, none of my friends are really wanting me to stay with them. Then he has the balls, you guys, to say, like, Tom, Tom goes, uh, I'm sorry, Howie Mandel goes, well, what about the producer, the girl that like connected them, the drummer's wife? What about my, you know, Kimmy? Why don't you stay with Kimmy? And Tom's like, "Mm, I can't stay in Thousand Oaks. I mean, it's unbelievable what the stuff was coming out of his mouth, you guys. It was crazy. Yes, I agree. It's been much longer. I think it's been over a year. Yes, he's been cheating for a lot longer than seven months. Um, Oh, my gosh. I I think, okay, yeah, Mike Ganino, what's up? I mean, Thousand Oaks. It was so crazy. I have no money. I can't move out of my house, but I can't live in Thousand Oaks. You guys, I live in LA, like where they live. Their house is in Studio City, Valley Village, which is right here. Thousand Oaks is like 30, 40 minutes away. If you really need to get out of your house, you find a way. Also, why isn't he staying at Raquel Rachel's house? Why isn't he staying in her apartment? I'm confused by that. He has to stay in his $3 million house. Oh, I forgot this. Then he says, well, I can't leave the house because I kind of run that house. I run the house. He says, I run the house. I manage the garden. I manage the housekeeping. My assistant comes and keeps the house stocked. He's painting Ariana like she's like a, a lazy ass nothing that doesn't do anything to the house to help or whatever. He also says, when I was struggling with depression, I was the one that was going to, um, you know, when I was struggling with depression, I was the one that was working out. I was the one waking up early. I was the one going and, you know, trying new business ventures and I was making new friends and going out and drinking and this and this and that. When art, like, I love how he says, when I was depressed, I was drinking. Like it's a positive. And he goes, when Ariana's depressed, she lays in bed all day. So he is literally painting Ariana like she is a lazy, no good, doesn't do anything, depressed, not giving any love, no affection, crazy making denial, you know, in denial person. And Tom was just trying his best, you guys. It is insane. (laughs) Mike Ganino, for those LA people, he goes like he actually can't afford a studio at Pico and La Cienega. Come on, bro. Well, maybe he can't because he's spending all of his money paying his band. You guys know that, right? He pays his band to play with him. Like, it's not like we're a band together and we're getting paid to do gigs. No, like, he's like, hey, can you, can you back me up on the drums while I do these weird spins, Sandoval and the moist extras? (laughs) 
Oh, he painted Kristen as a loser too. Oh my God. Thank you, Cece. She goes, thank you, Donna Couric. You've done God's work here. You guys, I am on the front lines for you. I stopped everything. I said, I need to cover this immediately. I'm, I'm, and I think I covered most of it. Howie Mandel, you sucked in this interview. I love you as a person. And my mom's maiden name is Mandel. So I always thought I was family with you, but man, oh man, this was a lucky get for Howie Mandel, but it wasn't a good look at all. Why didn't you go to Daily Dose? <laughs> Mike Ganino, my entire knowledge of the show in this couple is from Donna. Even my husband says the same thing. You guys, this was a good, crazy episode. I'm going to immediately publish this. So if you missed any of this, you can definitely watch it on YouTube. Make sure to watch it on YouTube or download or go, I mean, subscribe to the podcast Daily Dose of Donna. <laughs> These comments are great. Isn't he giving you old man washed up vibes like Southern Charm? Oh my God, he needs to go and hang out with... Um, what was this, the main dude from Southern Charm that started the show? Like the skinny one that like had the 15 kids. What was his name? Now I can't remember. But he could also hang out with Shep. Um, Tom has buried himself even more. He should have called his band Tom and his ego. Ah, We love our daily dose. Leave a review, everyone. Thank you so much, Mike and Nino, everyone. Um, this is really, really fun to chat. Thomas. Thomas Ravenel. <laughs> It should literally be the Tom show. Tom Ravenel and Tom Sandoval should go hang out in a house. And they also have to bring Tom from Real Houses of Beverly Hills, right? Because it's, it's, all, it's, it's about Tom. It's always about Tom. Okay, you guys, this was a great, great, fun conversation. Thank you so much for following over on TikTok. Thank you for being here on YouTube and listening on the podcast. I appreciate you guys. I will talk all about this again tomorrow and leave a comment below because I want to know what you guys think about it. Bye. Thank you guys 